Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host Kay. And this is the podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal problems. Hey guys, I hope you guys are so, so well. I know I wasn't here last week. We had the rebrand. So many things have happened, guys. But before we even get into that, hope everyone's okay. Hope everyone's looking after themselves. I know it's a weird situation we find ourselves in with lockdown and everything that's going on. But I hope you guys are looking after yourself if you or someone you know is an nhs worker or a key worker you know hope you guys are looking after yourself thank you so much for everything that you're doing um if anyone you know or close to you has been affected by the virus i really wish a speedy recovery um and if anyone unfortunately has lost someone dear to them i honestly my condolences um and i hope everything calms down and you know we're here for you but to get back into things, we have rebranded. As you guys can probably tell, you can see from the podcast logo, we have rebranded. I absolutely love the rebrand. And don't get it twisted. The previous logo had my heart. It really did. Like, I absolutely love the previous logo. But now I've seen this rebrand and I'm like, wow. Wow. I absolutely love it. I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, so, yeah, as you can tell, we've rebranded. And this is across all our social media platforms. So, you'll see even our little, what are they called? Avatars. You know, little favicon. I don't know what you call them. Even on Twitter, Instagram, change, any kind of he- um, headers, change, even LinkedIn. We're in LinkedIn. Pennies to pounds. We're in LinkedIn. Everything has been changed and updated. And I absolutely love it. So, this is us going forward so excited but to get straight into this episode so how things are going to work now is we're going to have well we're going to try to have a topic each week so today we're going to be talking about credit and we've spoken about credit before but i think it's nice to have a cheeky little refresher today i think it'd be really really nice to refresh it and with that being said if you follow pennies to pounds on instagram and twitter you will see that all this week will be 100 percent about credit so about credit cards about loans all kinds of things so you'll have it across the board for this whole week about credit to supplement and complement this episode so today i want to talk about credit because i I've, I've noticed that there's still some some myths surrounding credit um and some ideas that he will have around credit that i kind of want to try and dispel in in this episode i really do i saw a tweet the other day of a girl she tweeted credit cards and loans are bad that's what she said that was it credit cards and loans are bad and i think i really highlighted to me this idea that a lot of people still have surrounding that um so i want to get into that pretty much i want to dive into that and dive into whether or not they are bad and talk about that a bit more so what i've realized and what i've noticed is that lots of people and we are normal we are humans we adapt the ideas and the beliefs of the people around us and the people that we trust and love the most which typically are our parents so if you were like me then growing up you probably banked with the same bank as your mum and dad you um you know if you got your first credit card you probably got the same place that your parents got it everything was pretty much when it comes to finance at least it's pretty much copying and emulating what your parents did because they're our teachers from young they teach us um you know how to grow up and how to walk how to talk how to eat how to cook how to clean so it's only right that they teach us about finances right so I've noticed that this is kind of where this idea around credit being bad 
comes from it comes from our parents because parents um, may have been or may have seen people get into bad situations with regards to credit maybe people who have had debt collectors at their doors people who have still in debt now due to credit cards and loans so obviously if you see people going through these negative situations you're going to attach negative connotations to them right but i want you to know that credit and loans are not bad so it's the misuse of these credit facilities is what makes them bad so actually credit cards are absolutely amazing credit cards are really good if you use them properly so i always advise a lot of people ask me oh you know should i get a credit card i'm not too sure and i will say if you feel like you have the self-control to be able to manage yourself and budget yourself then go ahead and get a credit card because when i tell you i'm not sure if i've told this story before but i'll quickly run through it again when i got my first credit card so i was how old was i i was 20 when i got my first credit card so i'm 22 now so it was about two years ago got my first credit card and I'd, i knew about it obviously i knew how credit cards worked my dad had been telling me for years he said when when the time's right you get your credit card you know not before you have to be really really have lots of self-restraint to get a credit card then I, I was 20 and i didn't fully know how they worked i did and i didn't i was going on holiday with my friend and my student loan wasn't coming in until the day we arrived back to the uk so imagine I was going on holiday with pretty much no money. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a credit card. That will fund my holiday and I can repay it back when I get my loan. So I applied for a credit card with my bank. Um, didn't hear anything. It said that it would be approved instantly, but I did apply really late. So I thought, okay, cool. The next day I'll get approved. And then they'll send it to me. Because when I applied, it doesn't tell you, you know, what your limit's going to be. You just kind of apply and they give you a limit based on your credit score. So I applied, didn't hear anything back, anything back, sorry. So I applied for another brand, tried to get another one. Um, again, no, that one actually, they approved me within like an hour. So I was like, okay, cool, I've got a credit card coming. And they give me a limit of £1,000. And I was like, brilliant, I'm going to have the best holiday. That's what I said, I'm going to have the best holiday. And then went on holiday with a credit card, realised you can't even, I think that credit card I had, you couldn't use it abroad. So that really just messed up my whole schedule anyway, as it was. And I'm pretty sure... Uh, oh no that's what i wanted to do i wanted to transfer money over so i thought that because even though it's a credit facility i thought i could just transfer like part of the balance like 200 pounds into my main account didn't realize you couldn't do that and i didn't actually have the physical card with me because it came the day i left for the holiday so the card was at home um and i came back to two credit cards so the first one that i applied for got approved and obviously I had the second one which i already knew was at home so now they both had a 1k limit and i was like oh, are you mad brilliant so i literally debit cards i left my debit cards at home it was just spending on credit that was it and i ran up some crazy debts just because that's the thing just because because i had a credit card i ran it up um and it took me a lot of learning a lot of self-control to realize and understand the benefits of a credit card and the proper use of a credit card so again the credit card itself wasn't bad it was my use of the credit card which is what made it bad and got me into these debts um not debt collectors but i was in these debts and i had to figure out how to pay them back this was the second year of uni and i was just like okay cool once i learned that lesson i was like i'm never gonna do that again I know how to properly use a credit card. So let me be the guinea pig for you guys. If you haven't already got a credit card, let me be the guinea pig. Learn from my mistakes. And just, if you get a credit card, just go off and be smart with it. So we're going to go ahead and list some of the benefits of a credit card. So credit cards, obviously the main benefit, the number one benefit that people usually get it for, is that you can 
enable yourself to do cost spreading so this is literally as it sounds if i were to buy a tv for example which is 600 pounds i can put it on my credit card and i can spread that cost over how many months i might want to do it over six months so i pay like 100 pounds each month um 12 months whatever i want to do i'm able to spread the cost of this expensive product over time so it gives me a bit more freedom a bit more breathing space when it comes to you know making those payments because i'm able to spread it across which obviously you can't do with a debit card if you if i went into a shop with a debit card and tried to buy my 600 pound tv i'll be spending 600 pounds on the spot through the credit card yes i'm spending it on the spot but i have to repay back the bank or the credit card issuer over time so i've got some time um obviously it benefits you more if you have a zero percent interest credit card so for those of you who don't know zero percent interest credit cards are basically credit cards as it sounds which charge no interest on top of the amount you know that you spent so what i recommend to you is to always have a look and see if you're eligible for one it unfortunately does depend on your credit score so if your credit score is kind of low you may find that you aren't eligible for any zero percent but it's still worth the look um but yeah credit obviously zero percent interest credit card is the best if you want to spread the cost of an expensive product then you're literally just paying back the cost of the product and no interest on top the second benefit is purchase protection so a lot of people don't know this about credit cards or they, they've heard about it and i'm not too sure what it means so credit cards are unique in the sense that they offer purchase protection what this means is that you under section 75 of the oh, credit credit of the credit protection act i don't know i'm gonna put it in, in the podcast episode description i can't remember exactly what it's called but section 75 100 that's 100 right you are basically covered for any purchase that you make on a credit card so the purchase needs to be between 100 pounds and thirty thousand pounds so if you spend so let me, let me break that down for you so if i buy a phone which is a thousand pounds and i put it on my credit card and something goes wrong imagine i buy it from apple and something goes wrong and i go back to apple and i say look apple bought this phone from you two months ago and it stopped working and apple say well sorry kia we can't do anything for you that's that i can now go back to my credit card issuer so i go back to the bank and say look i bought this phone from apple i've really tried to go back to them they've said they're not interested so what are we going to do about the situation what this essentially means purchase protection is that the credit card issuer is jointly liable with the retailer so that means that if anything goes wrong they are they are liable for it. They are jointly liable with the with the retailer. So if the retailer says no, it's now up to the credit card issuer. If I go back to them and told them to go back and say, right, we're going to fix it. We're going to figure out whether whether that means they're going to send me out a new phone, and then they will deal with the back end with Apple, um, or if they go to Apple themselves and get you know what I mean, they'll they'll figure out a way for this situation to come to a head. That's what that's the benefit of that. And I want people to know that you don't have to make the full purchase on a credit card. So the beauty of credit cards and a purchase protection is that if the same phone that I said, a thousand pounds, if I put a hundred pounds of it on a credit card and pay the other 900 in cash, I will still be covered for the full purchase. You just need to spend at least a hundred pounds. The minimum is a hundred pounds on the credit card for your whole purchase to be covered. So that's also good if you're buying, let's say a car, and your cards, let's say, £4,000. If you put, let's say, you put £500 of it on a credit card and pay the rest in cash or help, whatever item, whatever breakdown you want to do, as long as you have at least £100 on the credit card, your whole 
purchase is protected a lot of people don't know that that helps with holidays as well if you booked a holiday obviously it's a bit different with this COVID-19 situation but in general if we take it in a general context if I were to book a holiday um which is like a thousand pound holiday and I put 200 pounds of it on my credit card and then pay the rest via my debit card let's say I'm still protected for that whole holiday so that means that if anything were to go wrong or something was to happen I don't know with like um if I'm going with what are they called a travel agency something goes wrong i'm able to go back to my credit card issue and say look this is the issue how can we resolve this because they are jointly liable with the travel agency jointly liable absolutely amazing to know um if you guys didn't know that definitely a benefit of a credit card i know a lot of my friends who have credit cards have done that with big purchases they've put like, their phones on there or they put i don't know what they've got laptops they put part of that purchase on there so it's definitely really really useful to kind of consider when you come to make purchases final benefit of a credit card is you're able to get rewards so not every credit card gives you rewards but there are some which do offer that um so like there's credit cards which allow you to get British Airways obvious points, so that's points for flying. So, you know, when you, if you were to take a flight of British Airways and you have an account, every flight you take, you build up points, and the points can be used to get money off your flights or get free flights, depending on how many points you have. A lot of these credit cards allow you to do the same thing. Credit cards such as, um, like, Sainsbury's credit card. Yes, Sainsbury's, you have a credit card. But the Sainsbury's credit card allow you to collect nectar points on your purchases. So, again, you can use that um off your shopping or even on ebay you can trans you know you can change that into coupons that you can use on ebay um there's stuff like american express offer different cashback options there's a lot of different credit cards which offer more than just a credit facility so it's definitely worth having a look to see if there's anything that you're eligible for that will also give you additional benefits to just having the credit because obviously we want to make the most of our purchases and most of our spending. So if I can get stuff with cash back um, whilst I'm spending, why not? If I can earn points while spending, then why not? So it's definitely worth having a look. But I want to kind of dispel that myth that credit is bad. It's not bad at all. I don't want anyone to think, oh my gosh, no, I'm not going to do it. Mama said it's bad. Daddy said it's bad. It's not bad. It's just you need to use it properly and understand why you're getting it, why you're using it. And then you'll be fine. If I were you, so what I, when I first got into my mess, I had my credit card as Apple Pay. Probably like the worst thing for me to do. It was on my Apple Pay. So I was like, yeah, instead of using my debit card to tap on TFL, I go to that silver credit card and I'm like, yep, I'm going to tap in. I'm going to go travel. I'm going to, oh, we're going to McDonald's. Guys, all on me. I'll Apple Pay. That's what I did. Now it's all gone. I've just got the physical card. So I only use it to be fair i barely use it it's more if i use it it's more to build up my credit score as opposed to using because i want to use it um i use it so a good way another good way to use a credit card is to spend what you have the money for already so for example if i go and fill up my petrol in my car and my petrol is like 40 pounds maybe i put it on my credit card and then pay it back within 14 days because i just want to build up my credit score i have the money in my account but just merely a credit building facility which is why i'm using it so yeah hopefully that guy that whew, Hopefully that helps you guys a little bit. As I mentioned before, our platforms, our social media platforms all this week will be centred all around credit. So you're going to get some more information about credit, um, some interesting facts, everything. So make sure you follow us on Twitter, which is pennies to pound, singular, pennies to pound. Um, and Instagram is pennies to pounds pod. And you'll be seeing more of that on there as well as polls. We might even do a cheeky little Instagram live about credit and kind of cementing you know any kind of questions and asking questions for you cementing that information for you guys so make sure you stick 
with that. So I'll change up the lay. The, We've changed up the layout a bit more of this episode. So I think it'd be nice to touch on an interesting story of the week because I know there's so much going on about coronavirus, COVID-19. It's wherever you turn, there's something COVID-19 related. So I've decided now that every week at the end of the episode, we're going to be touching on an interesting, interesting news story that you might not have heard of from the previous week that we can just kind of like talk about and find out a little bit more about. So I found one here which I thought was so interesting because um, it's very different, very different. So this one is on BBC News. I will link the the link to the article in the podcast episode description. But this one is literally for the headline. It says coronavirus UK's first TikTok house opens during outbreak. Now I'm sure there's many of you listening who have succumbed to to the interest and the intrigue of TikTok. Especially if you're bored at home and you're just thinking, yeah, I'm going to make some TikToks. I know a lot of people that I know have just decided to go and jump on TikTok and they're making TikToks like every other day now because they're at home. But this is interesting. The UK's first TikTok house. So I read on and um, I only recognised one of the people in, in the, the pictures. I've seen her before. Um, but it's basically six of the most popular UK TikTok content creators have moved in together and are trying to meet a surge in demand from teenagers in lockdown despite some doubts about the timing. So essentially these guys have decided that it'd be more beneficial for them to all live together and create content together than to live apart, which is very interesting because it says here that, you know, it was really planned for prior you know, before COVID-19, they already had this plan to do this. And a lot of people in the US already do that. I didn't know that. Um, but now obviously COVID-19 has come about, but they still want to go ahead with their plans. But their parents are very sceptical about it, saying, mm, you know, you sure you want to do this? But they've still gone ahead and they will move in together, which is very, very interesting. And their age, the ages range, the six of them, range from 17 to 22, which is very interesting. Um, yeah, they've all moved in together to basically create content during this quarantine period. So, collectively between them, they have a combined following of 14 million people. Six of them, 14 million people follow them. And their videos reach about 73 million people per week, which is insane and mental. But yeah, maybe you guys want to start thinking, let me get a TikTok house together, get a couple of your friends together and find a place to move in. I don't know. Um, But I thought that was quite an interesting story that kind of went under the radar so i thought i'd bring that to your attention that's on bbc news again i'll link it in the podcast episode description and yes that is it for the pain spouse podcast this week we'll be back again next monday i have equipment actually so right now um i'm not currently using so i need to get it all set up but i've got equipment i've got um, a proper like audio interface i've got a mic i've got everything i've invested for you guys so i can record amazing content at home i've even got a camera everything so that'll be all coming about from next week but until then stay safe stay healthy and let's keep learning together bye